0: The Environmental Protection Agency closed most of its operations on New Year's Day, sending most of its staff home for the duration of the partial government shutdown. The agency had exempted nearly half its workforce for the first week of the shutdown. Federal News Radio's Jory Heckman spoke with some newly furloughed EPA employees. He joins me now in studio. And, Jory, let's start with the thing that's first and foremost on everybody's mind. How are these EPA employees dealing with the financial challenges of the shutdown?
1: Most of the employees that I spoke with, their number one concern was just the future of their next paycheck. A quick little recap here. They did get their last paycheck uh, on or around December 28th, and that was for hours worked prior to the shutdown. But the one they're really concerned about now... If things were normally running, they should have gotten their next paycheck on January the 11th. But depending on when and where uh, Congress decides to fund the, uh, the agencies that are now closed, that may be a partial paycheck or they might have to wait even longer for that. Um, and I caught up with Sarah Watterson. She's an office manager for the EPA's Superfund division in Kansas City. She was telling me that her household uh, has had to cut back on spending just because of this financial uncertainty.
2: Already my kids are like, you know, they're on Christmas vacation. and They're like, hey, why don't we have all these groceries in the house? I had to keep it just to the necessities. It's just, it's, it's nerve wracking. Because you're trying to make the best decisions. You're trying to make the responsible decisions and hoping that this will end before you get down to the bare minimum.
1: So that was Sarah Waterson, and she also works as the shop steward for her local AFGE uh, 704. And sure. She was also telling me that, you know, she was also looking over the Office of Personal Management uh, memo to kind of give Federal employees, some some guidance, some help on how to broach the subject with their landlords regarding mortgages or rent payments for you know the upcoming um, month. And she said she looked over that and she was able to make her January January month payment. But she did talk to her landlord based on that memo, and she did talk about what the future may hold for other payments.
2: And I talked to my landlord as I made the payment, and I said I can make this this month. If this continues, I don't know what we're going to do about next month. Can we make arrangements? And he was very nice to say that he understood what we were going through. And if this continues, he's more than willing to talk with us and make arrangements.
0: Well, I hope it's more arrangements than talk. And how have EPA reacted to the OPM shutdown guidance on speaking with landlords? I guess they've withdrawn all that stuff about helping with plumbing and electrical work or whatever.
1: Right, right. So these employees, you know, the OPM guidance did cause a little bit of a stir for some employees that particularly the line about uh, offering to barter for services, i.e. carpentry or painting. Feeding the cat. You know, whatever it takes, watering the plants. Um, And, you know, that really did strike a nerve for a lot of people online. There was a line about personal lawyers. Not everyone has one. Watterson said, for what it's worth, you know, she thinks that OPM meant well. That's really not a scenario that a lot of people might be in, but a couple of people.
2: I understand that it was probably done in the best of intentions. Um, and done as a way to offer some sort of help in a situation that none of us can control. However, I work with a highly educated, responsible, independent people and they were
1: But the letters do raise concerns for some other people. I also spoke with Gary Morton. He's the president of AFGE Council 238, and they represent 9,000 EPA workers, and that's well over half. Um, And he said that the fact that OPM put out these form letters, uh, it suggests that the shutdown might not be going away anytime soon, and that raises some concerns.
2: It is a shame, and we will really start to feel the pinch as we start to miss a paycheck. People are bracing. Because you just never
0: know. You just never know. That's Gary Morton, president of AFGE Council 328. And we're speaking with Federal News Network's Jory Heckman. And any other effects besides this financial uncertainty, which is big enough? But how else has this affected EPA employees, Jory?
1: So I also got on the phone with Lorraine Targos. She's an EPA scientist who works in Chicago for the Great Lakes National Program Office. And she said that, you know, she was telling me about a colleague of hers who was sent out to respond to the wildfires in California. And the shutdown also threw him a curveball.
2: He's experiencing tremendous difficulty, too. You know, when we travel and there's a government shutdown, there are airline tickets, health costs that are charged to our government credit card. But we are personally responsible for paying those. And so when the government shuts down, we have to go into our own pockets
1: And Targos was also telling me, you know, her own personal finance story where uh, she and her husband, uh, they just bought a house after getting married in September. And, uh, you know, they're still on the hook for those mortgage payments. And she was thinking about how she got a federal housing administration loan on that. And, you know, if people were filing for that now, um, you know, it might take a little longer than they expected.
0: Well, also, if it's a brand new mortgage and you don't have that history of paying your mortgage on time, it might be tougher than, say, if you've been in your house for 15 or 20 years, and they know you've been making regular payments, it might be a lot harder. And, Jory, haven't a lot of EPA employees been through this kind of pony horse show before?
1: Yeah, you know, in a lot of cases they have. You know, they've they've said, you know, this is not their first rodeo, that they kind of know the drill. They know if they're exempted or they're not exempted. Um, But uh, Waterson, back in Kansas City, did tell me that she knows of one employee that was hired back in December, and this is actually his first shutdown.
0: Welcome to the government. Here's your first shutdown.
2: We actually had a member who just started at the beginning of December. He got one paycheck and now he's furloughed. And he moved from another state to take a job with that.
0: What about the mission of EPA? What is not getting done closer to affecting the rest of the country? So back in Chicago,
1: Targos was telling me that the EPA canceled a January 10th public meeting where the agency was going to sit down with Chicago residents and it would be scientists and engineers explaining in plain English what was going to be done about a local Superfund site. And, you know, really what what comes down to it all is Targos was telling me just how frustrating it is that she's not able to just do the job that she was paid to do. I'm
2: a scientist and I should be working on those projects instead of, you know, not being allowed to work.
1: And, you know, heard that elsewhere, going back to Gary Morton, the president of AFGE Council 238. Uh, he was telling me that there's just a lot that's not getting done right now permitting, and also the EPA is a vehicle for state and local grant funding, Uh, so a real ripple effect.
2: The Environmental Protection Agency is the cop on the beat for pollution protection, and we're not on the beat right now, so that speaks for
1: itself. And circling back to that one employee who, you know, this is his first shutdown, started working for the agency, and boom, he's already furloughed. Uh, Morton was saying, you know, with, with cases like that, with new young employees, that the shutdown might have an adverse effect on employee retention.
2: Some people might decide that this is not the career for them, where you have to go through a period of time every year or a couple of years where you don't work for a period of
0: time. I guess in many ways it must feel like working in one of the industrial types of companies that do have ups and downs in demand and if you worked in the car industry or the steel industry there are regular cycles of layoffs and callbacks but you don't expect that in the professional type of work that EPA does I guess
1: no I mean these are very highly educated people they can pretty much work wherever they'd like to and they chose to work at the EPA so with that in mind it is
0: very frustrating It is frustrating. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman, thanks so much for digging out those people and bringing them to our ears. Thanks, Tom. Be sure to check out Jory's story at federalnewsnetwork.com.